As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Scott for Scott's here. You ever want to grow new grass faster? Kind of like when you press the two times playback button on your podcast so you can speed through episodes. Except it's Scott's turf builder, Rapid Grass. You're speeding your way from a thin and damaged lawn to a thicker, stronger one in just weeks. Bit too fast, maybe slow it down. Okay. Let's just go back to normal speed. Get a bag of Scott's turf builder, Rapid Grass today. It grows grass two times faster than seed alone when applied at the new lawn rate, subject to proper care. Feed your lawn. Feed it. The Purple Mafia, with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. Just my enemy. That's it. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Tuesday, October the 22nd, 2013. This is episode number 151 of Purple Mafia. So now I'm on the second half of 300 and beginning it. <laughs> yes, sir. Purple Mafia is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank everybody for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure. To be a part of things, I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Dylan Richardson was the voice you heard at the beginning of the introduction. He is the executive producer of thesportstuff.com, so always appreciate him, and he will be on this show at some point again this season, most likely when we play the Bears again, maybe before that, but always for the postseason, Dylan Richardson will be a mainstay on the Purple Mafia show. Yes, sir. So, yeah. <laughs> You get the gist, uh, the idea of the show. Usually we start with the game review, then we go on to the previews, and then the fan interaction. No reason to change that. Uh, it's uh, a comfortable, nice, solid way to do the show. I'll try to get an NFC North uh, roundup in there somewhere, probably in the preview section. That's usually the best time to do it. And, uh, well, actually, yes, and of course it will be perfect because we'll be playing the Green Bay Packers coming up, so that'll go great with the uh, prediction segment, and that's where it should be all the time anyway, so apologize that I've been kind of up and down with that at times, because the game reviews have been kind of dramatic a little bit of late, I can only do that so many times in a year before it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, and that's kind of where we're getting right now, this is just, yeah, okay, at this point, the Vikings lose, that's right. If you haven't been in a cave, the Vikings lose. Or if you have been in a cave, excuse me, the Vikings lose 23-7 to to the New York Giants. The Giants improve. That's right. Improve to 1-6. The Vikings drop to 1-5. Con- congratulations to both teams in this game. Just uh, uh, 
about as weak of a Monday Night Football game as you'll ever see. Weakest win percentage in the history of Monday Night Football. That is over the course of 44 freaking years. And yes, Monday Night Football is played every week. So that's quite a few games. Try to do the math there. 44 times 17. Ooh, that's a lot, isn't it? Yikes. Yeah. Well, let's let's do it. Let's do it, man. No, not 17 this year, but yeah, so you'd have to subtract. Uh, yeah, let's just worry about that some other time, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a clown, aren't I? It's quite a few, though. It's it's a lot. That's all that matters. Josh Freeman made his debut. Yeah, Josh Freeman made his debut. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. It was uh, what I got out of it. Well, first and foremost, I'll say this. The, the fan reaction, the immediate fan reaction is that of, oh my God, Josh Freeman's terrible. He absolutely sucks. He has no future in this league. Absolutely no future with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I don't blame you for having that type of reaction. Uh, he did not look that good, no. Uh, is he the future of the Minnesota Vikings at the quarterback position? Probably not. Not long term, no. Probably not. I will safely come out and say that. I'm sure a lot of you agree with that. Not everybody agrees, and that's just, that's sports. Sports is up for debate. It's not necessarily up for uh, just, oh, yeah, you have to agree on everything. Everybody has to agree. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like killing is wrong, something like that. No, this is, sports is sports. It's opinionated. Um, sometimes some stuff is common sense. Some stuff isn't, like Bill Musgrave's offense sucks. Yeah, that's common sense. Josh Freeman was inaccurate yesterday. That's common sense. <laughs> Uh, the velocity of his throws is common sense as well. Lots of velocity. That's the take I get out of it. In a lot of ways, he's the feature presentation of this show because, you know, the rest of it, what the rest of it is just the same old thing. Other than, I guess, an ongoing trend with Adrian Peterson, a downtrend. He's just, um... He's struggling. Adrian Peterson is struggling. And that whole 2,500 yards thing, just... It's a bunch of bull. There's a reason why nobody's done it. I believe I've said that in previous shows. There's a reason why nobody's done it. So, it's like, you know what 25, you know how easy it is to get 2,500 yards in the NFL, Adrian? About as easy as riding a unicycle up a mountain. Oh, you know, up Mount Everest. That's about how likely it is. No one's done it yet. So, well, um, the first person that does it will be, yeah, the next person that does it will be the first. So, that's about where things stand there. Oh boy, yeah, lots of ranting on the Facebook page. We're going to have some fun with that, listening to what everybody has to say. Um, Mark Carlson, yeah, I, I did get a call for from him about for Brave the Wild, so I was going to tell him on Facebook as well. Yeah, just want to apologize to him that I didn't, that I didn't get it uh, before the most recent show of Brave the Wild that was recorded Sunday night, so I did not ignore it, Mark. Trust me, I'll try to get it on. It's just... Uh, the way it was sent to me is different than usual. It's not like a file. It's more of just, yeah, a, like a web player or something where you just press play. It's Okay, so that's a side note. Very weird of me. Sorry about that. I just had to mention that because I mentioned the Facebook page. Um, yeah, on the fan lines of both KFAN and 1500, the, it was a lot of the uh, very upset fans. Fire everybody. Do this, do that. Three quarterbacks in one season. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Greg Jennings, he's seen three quarterbacks in his career. One is Brett Favre, you know, in his Green Bay career, excuse me. One was Brett Favre, the next was Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Flynn had a slight uh, stint with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, it was good, and, but since then it hasn't worked out for him at all. 
in this league. Matt Flynn was a seventh round pick that was uh, quite the sleeper, at least he appeared to be, and since he left Green Bay, it didn't seem to work out as well. It's kind of tough when you don't have the Greg Jennings and and such of the league to throw to. Jones and all. Um, Jermichael Finley, uh, hope him a speedy recovery right there with that neck injury. That was pretty scary. Speaking of injuries this weekend, yeah, ACL's around for Sam Bradford, Reggie Wayne, and such. But anyhow, I continue to bounce like a madman. The fan base, wow. Yeah, you guys are very upset, and I don't blame you at all. Yeah, no. Um, again, stating the obvious, I'll just have to repeat it, I guess. The fan, <laughs> Frazier and staff will not return for 2014. Almost no chance. There's just... No, there's, there's, there is no turnaround to be had this season. Um, there, there is no turnaround. I, we lost to an 0-6 team. I predicted that we were going to go into New York and lose because it's just the way it is. That's what kind of year it's been. We never really win in New York, almost never, except for 2007. That was quite fun. And 97, I guess, in that playoff game. But, you know, we hardly ever win in New York. It's just one of those things. And it just reeked of, like, the, the New York Giants. Yeah, they're going to get a win. The Vikings are actually playing even worse than them. And, yeah, that's exactly what happened. They actually kind of kicked our butts, which is pretty funny. Even though they suck, they kind of kicked our butts. <laughs> as funny as that sounds. Oh, And Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman was about as ready to play quarterback as one of us might have been. I mean, he, he wasn't ready to pay, play quarterback. Bill Musgrave's offense is so intellectual and so complicated that uh, he couldn't do it. Um, but no, and his throws were all over the place. I I think there's a little too much adrenaline going on with Josh Freeman. Getting cut really sucks. I couldn't even imagine. You're a first-round pick, pretty talented guy, and you just get cut. So obviously his adrenaline is like, was like way, way too high. He was like on speed out there. It sure looked like it. What I like, I like his pocket presence. He's pretty quick. He's got pretty quick feet without... Being uh, happy feet like Christian Potter, he's just he's quick that way. But yeah, the throws were pretty ridiculous. He just was too hyper out there, too excited, too this, too that, too something. Chip on his shoulder, whatever it is. Uh, great zip on the ball, wonderful spiral. You'll be hearing from Malcolm, by the way. That's a call-in. Uh, he says he says that as well. Really good spiral, but yeah, there was no touch whatsoever. Which is one of the themes of which is obviously one of the themes of the show is the fact that Josh three, Josh three, Freeman Josh Freeman had no touch on the ball whatsoever. I mean, he was just throwing lasers at guys who were like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay, yeah, shoot, man, wow, almost, uh, yeah, sorry about that." That's basically what it looked like, uh, and that was kind of the theme of such. This should be a slightly show, shorter show tonight because it's one of those things, outside of Josh Freeman, it's like, what more is there to say about this team? It's like, I guess I'll let the fans say what they're going to say uh, when we get to the <laughs> the fan interaction. You guys have all the right to say what you want, and that's what I'm here. That's what I'm all about. You know, all about that First Amendment. Yes, freedom of speech. <laughs> Talk about the Vikings. Yes, sir. Um... Again, yeah, what more is there to say? The secondary sucks. The linebackers suck. Adrian Peterson's struggling. The coaching staff is overmatched. Uh, the kickers are good, and the receivers are okay, but there's not much of a quarterback throwing them the ball. As for Josh Freeman, again, I do believe that just flat out coming out, oh, Josh Freeman's terrible, is I'm not ready to do that. 
Yes, yes. Was he terrible against the Giants? Yeah, he was terrible against the Giants. Yes, he was. Very inaccurate. Yeah, and I stated why. Uh, too much adrenaline. Obviously, no touch on the ball. That's related to too much adrenaline, too much everything, whatever it is. It just it just wasn't the right time, I guess. And yet, at the same time, Castle was so bad, it kind of was time. And also, Rick Spielman's uh, was probably in the year of Leslie Frazier. Gotta put Josh Freeman in there. You, you gotta take him out. Remember that that ongoing gag? I, I didn't mention it on the show yet. Ongoing gag with <laughs> Spielman with the uh, in, initial conference call with the media and Josh Freeman. He was whispering in Josh Freeman's ear, so he was probably whispering in Leslie Frazier's ear as well. Like, yeah, Josh Freeman should has to start and has to stay in there. Yet at the same time, I mean, if you're serious about bringing Josh Freeman in, I mean, just leave him in there. What's the point? I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen to the Vikings? They could get a really high draft pick and get a legitimate, hopefully get the right guy this time, legitimate uh, blue-chip quarterback in there. Or if Josh Freeman's really good, he's really good. We're, we're happy for him. Either way, I got to think we if we draft a quarterback in the first round, which I got to think that's top priority at this point, if we do that... Uh, you're probably not going to start him right out of the gate. So maybe Josh Freeman keeps the job for the time being and we see what happens. Kind of like a Drew Brees and uh, Phillip Rivers. Remember when Drew Brees was in San Diego? And I'm not comparing Josh Freeman to Drew Brees. I'm just saying. Remember when Drew Brees was the quarterback in San, San Diego and he wasn't doing too well. You know, he just wasn't playing well. And it's like, you know what? Phillip Rivers time. You know, obviously they took Eli Manning first, wound up with Phillip Rivers. All of a sudden... Drew Brees felt the heat and started playing awesome, and then that's when he changed and got really good. But ultimately, he ended up going to New Orleans Saints, and we know the history there. Very good, except for that stupid NFC title game against the Vikings. But yeah, that was he played well in that game too. Um, So yeah, even even if you have a quarterback who's you know at least fairly decent in there, there's nothing wrong with taking a blue chip a blue chip quarterback high in the first round and go from there. Freeman leaves for Philadelphia or uh, New York Giants to replace Eli Manning <laughs> or something like that. You get the idea. Arizona Cardinals, yeah, they're there. They have as much of a quarterback carousel as we do. Uh, Vikings, Cardinals, and Raiders probably are like the ultimate quarterback carousels in the history of football. <laughs> and there's probably more out there, but those three are pretty high on the list. I gotta think it's uh, quite something. Oh man. Mm. Or the 80s Packers. Hey, there we go. Yeah. There's a jab at the Packers. The 80s Packers. They had a little quarterback carousel at times. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Just the last 20 plus years is not quite that much of a problem there. But, yeah. I digress. Let's just get to the stupid game as much as we can. And it was a stupid game. That's why I'm... That's why it's like... Yeah, the numbers have been down. Apathy has probably set in. Has probably been set in, like the rigor mortis of the Viking season, apathy of the fan base, you know, of course the numbers are down, they're, they're down, it seems like they're down all around though, in a, in a lot of ways, in football lately, I don't know what the deal is, but that's just me, but obviously for the Vikings, if they were playing well, I think the numbers would be good, um, remember when the Vikings beat San Francisco last year, record numbers, highest rated show I've ever had, so, that's just one of those things, um, yeah, it was a it was a just a it was a crappy game, garbage game. Uh, Marcus Churros 
had what looked like a pick six and lost the ball, fumbled that. That's great. He did return a punt for uh, 86 yards for a touchdown. Really appreciate that. Cheryl's is one of those guys. It's like he's either going to get a fair catch or he's going to go deep. He's going to have a huge return. Marcus Cheryl's has a place in this team long term, I do believe, at minimum for his punt returning ability. Um, the fair catch is a hell of a lot better than a fumble. Yeah, no no pun intended on the on the pick six attempt, or failed pick six attempt, we'll call it. Pick six, Eli Manning almost had another one, but not yesterday, unfortunately, because of that. But uh, yeah, Marcus Cheryl's did account for the only touchdown, the only points in the Minnesota Vikings uh, effort yesterday, if we can call it that, in the Meadowlands. Oh, Blair Walsh got the extra point, too. Yeah, so we'll count that as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Pardon me about that one. Vikings actually led in this game. Yeah, can, can you believe that? Yeah, they led in this game for a while. Like, like shucks, almost, almost uh, midway through the second quarter. They were up 7-3, to three, but, eh, you know, Josh Freeman was throwing the ball too hard. Guys were dropping it. He's throwing the ball like nine miles ahead of people. I mean, he's like eight feet above this guy, and it's like, whatever. Pretty pretty lame stuff. Chris Cook was terrible. Josh Robinson was no good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, whatever. <sighs> what what do you do? Yeah, I'm throwing up my hands now, guys. I am. <laughs> Might as well just get to the preview, huh? I mean, what, what more is there to say? The Giants beat us. We played terribly. It's like I might as well just get to the fan reaction at this point. I, other than that, I mean, it's come to that point. So with that, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to get to the preview and the, and the, <laughs> the NFC North roundup, and I'll get to the fan reaction. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more going on. Yeah, it'll be basically a continuance of the game review anyway through that. So with that, we'll be right back. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 151, which is a reminder for all of you out there on your iPods, your your iPhones, your Android phone, Android device, iTunes for Apple devices, double twist application for Android devices. Uh, on the Windows, simply search in the store and on, you know, that means like a Windows phone or service or whatever. And on the BlackBerry, same thing, search in the store. So there you go. You should find us and enjoy us and rock and roll. You've been noticing, though, that I haven't mentioned uh, Dakota Sports FM, so i got to get to this really quick. Uh, I didn't mention it last show either because I'd pretty much come to the decision that, yeah, it it's just not worth it. It wasn't going anywhere. And what's the point? Uh, the guy... <laughs> Travis Krenz was 
about one of the most difficult people to communicate with in the world. Uh, you really want to work with somebody, and the best you can give someone is one-word answers. I mean, I honestly have no idea what... I, I have no idea what his deal was at all to this day, and I never will know. So, it's just one of those things. He, uh, yeah, just a poor, very, very poor communicator, no communication, treated me like a stranger pretty much from day one, and uh, just, it never got anywhere, nothing got anywhere, and uh, we're no longer affiliated with Dakota Sports FM, didn't appreciate the guy's attitude, granted, the guy, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even call him, I can't even say it was a bad attitude, it was just lifeless, you know, <laughs> so, and obviously, yeah, speaking of lifeless, that website was just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to necessarily come up here and bash and 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 all that stuff. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, that website was just a waste of time. It really was. So, whatever. Good luck to you, buddy. Good. Seriously, good luck to you. <laughs> if somehow you're listening right now, Ugh, yeah. And yeah, that goes for Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild as well. What? Yeah. I mean, seriously, one word answers. Would you like it if your boss or business partner or whatever? who you were, you were very polite to, very friendly to, would just give you a one-word answer and not talk to you again for like a week or more, if if that. And then just, you'd get maybe a one-word answer and that's it. And usually it was just, okay. You know, that's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just said it, right? To, uh, also, one other thing I gotta mention, Josh Freeman's game yesterday in general, just gotta, <laughs> I mean, I might as well just get to the stats of it. I mean, he attempted 53 passes, completed 20 of them, 37%, 38%, whatever it is, quarterback rating of 40.6. The interception he threw, too, was just just dumb. Just kind of forced it while he was getting sacked, almost almost getting sacked. Um, yeah, it was just dumb. So i got to throw that in there also. It's like you just get so apathetic even thinking of the game review. You just kind of like go, eh, whatever, just move on. Adrian Peterson, by the way, only 28 yards. 2.2 a carry, 13 rushes, along of 8. Yeah. Adrian Peterson had a long of 8. That's um, pretty rough. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, what what do you do? That's how bad it was. It, it is what it is, folks. It is what it is. So, NFC North Roundup. Where are the Lions? Yes, the Lions played the... Yeah, the, both teams did play. We'll start with the Lions and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Lions hosted the Cincinnati Bengals, and they lost. The Cincinnati Bengals are now 5-2. and two. The Lions are 4-3. 27-24 victory for Cincinnati in Detroit. Congratulations to the Bengals. Matthew Stafford, speaking of attempting 50-plus uh, passes, 51 attempts, 28 completions, 357 yards, Andy Dalton didn't need that many attempts to get 372 yards, both quarterbacks had three touchdowns, uh, you know, the stats are more entertaining than the game itself, the gameplay was actually pretty lousy, Andy Dalton, really like Andy Dalton, and the Vikings could have taken him instead of Christian Ponder in the 2011 draft, hindsight is 2020 and all that good stuff, but boy, a little better insight on Who's better? I mean, you know, you, you know when you think about it, everybody was kind of like, Christian Ponder's a reach, Christian Ponder's a reach. And it's like, you know, you see no special skills out of Christian freaking Ponder every time he sets foot on the field. 
every time he saw it, I was like, you know, he doesn't really have any special skills, does he? He just kind of, he's a little bit athletic, and and his throws look kind of, man, you know. What did they see out of Christian Ponder versus Andy Dalton? Rick Spielman, I'm sure you're a hard worker and all that good stuff. But boy, when it comes to the quarterback, you better get your ass to work, buddy, right now. <laughs> I'm sure he is, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. You better be right this time, or you're fired. Yes. Um, a lot of people may already want Spielman fired, and that's, uh, I don't blame you on that one. Mm-mm. Boy, Cincinnati, really strong game. Kelvin Johnson, both A.J. Green and Kelvin Johnson had 155 yards apiece. Two touchdowns for Kelvin, one for A.J. Green. Uh, Kelvin Johnson noticeably missing against the Green Bay Packers the other week. Remember when they got like six points and Green Bay got 22? Packers are not as, you know, it's like they're good, but they're not like going to run away with the division. Like it's like, eh, you know, like they're so much better than everybody else. But um, yeah, Detroit and Chicago aren't necessarily scaring anybody either at this stage. And well, Whatever, I guess. It's just how that goes. <laughs> Cincinnati, though, strong strong game in Detroit. Chicago could not get it done against Washington. Jay Cutler with a torn muscle in his groin. That's got to suck. That really has got to suck, actually. And it's also one of those what-can-you-do type of things. Oh, boy. Feel for you there, the Jay Cutler. Feel for you. Feel for you, buddy. Feel for you. Um, that can't be fun. Trying to get the score here. This thing is being a little bit funny. Chicago did lose 41-45. to Just an absolute shootout of a game. But really, it wasn't even a shootout as much as the defense was pretty horrendous. Matt Forte got three touchdowns on only 16 rushes for 91 yards. Three touchdowns for Roy Hallou. Roy Hallou. Like, Hallou! Remember him? He ran on the Vikings fairly well last year, if I remember correctly. And yes, he did when RG3 and co. beat up on the Vikings in Washington, D.C. last year. That was a really fun game. Redskins have a terrible defense. The Bears' defense was better than it's been of late. It's really not been an exciting year for them in general. They are 4-3. and three. That's Dylan's club, of course, the Chicago Bears. I like them more than the Washington Redskins. Uh, Robert Griffin the third with two touchdowns, one interception, 298 yards. Josh McCown. Josh McCown, very strong <laughs> in the time he played. Jay Cutler was injured fairly early in the game, in the first half. Quarterback rating of 8.3. Ouch. Ouch. Jay Cutler, not a strong, not a strong start. He was, uh, The interception, I believe he was hurt when he threw the interception, if I remember correctly. No, it was not long after that, though. Uh, Josh McCown, though, do you remember that name? you remember the famous... Paul Allen, you've probably most people listening to this have probably heard the sound by at some point. 2003 season, Minnesota Vikings needed to win in Arizona. Arizona Cardinals had the worst ranked offense and the worst ranked defense in all of football in Arizona, of course. Um, and yeah, the game was in Arizona. I'm trying to say, um, and of course, when the Vikings need a win and they're playing the worst possible team in the NFL, at least on paper, the worst possible team in the league, of course we didn't win the game. And Josh McCown hoisted a last-second uh, Hail Mary from about 50 yards out, 48 yards out, and heaved it to Nate Poole, who caught it. <laughs> and he received a <laughs> he received a key to the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
later that week when as the Green Bay Packers won the division and made the playoffs. Vikings missed the playoffs. Good times. That, that really was a bummer. <sighs> Vikings got revenge the next year when they beat the Green Bay Packers. That's at least how the Packers were all showing off about giving Nate Poole the key of the city. The Vikings beat the Packers in their very first playoff meeting. And then last year, the Packers got revenge on that 10 years later. But anyhow, the Bears, uh, Josh McCown played fairly well. So it's like all these years later, Josh McCown still hanging around. Had a solid game, completed 70% of his passes, 200 yards, and a touchdown. Quarterback rating of about 120. Strong game, but of course, again, the Washington pass defense really stinks. So the Bears lose. The only team to win in the division was... That's right, the Green Bay Packers. Aren't you glad they won? Well, they did play the Cleveland Browns, though, so whatever. And yes, uh, Moyer, Hoyer, (laughs) Moyer, Hoyer. (laughs) You know the guy that came in here and beat up on the Vikings really bad? The the guy that uh, was looked on as the third-string quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? But, you know, a lot of people liked him. He was a former backup of Tom Brady in New England. There are members of the Cleveland Browns that worked with the Patriots and they really were high on him really liked him he was on a nice run Cleveland was actually 3-2 and two at a point Can you, if you can believe that they were 3-2 and two. they had won 3 games in a row but unfortunately of course he had an ACL tear and it's been downhill since for them oh poor 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 Hoyer oh I, I felt so bad for him honest to God he was just starting to come into his own looked like he was going to be the Cleveland quarterback of the future so Vince Germano, who you're going to hear his name, big Laker fan, big fan of Timberwolves Explosion, but a Cleveland Browns fan as well, who was a new listener to Purple Mafia the past few weeks, feel for the Cleveland Browns getting romped by the Green Bay Packers, 31-13. to Packers are now 4-2. and Congratulations to them, I guess. Uh, wearing those funny uniforms. I remember seeing Brett Favre wear those really old retros. The blue, the, It's like a navy blue and yellow helmet. Um, interesting stuff. Aaron Rodgers, another just another very good game, high-rated game in general. Jordan Cameron, a factor again with Cleveland, getting a touchdown on seven catches, fifty-five yards. But overall, yeah, the Packers just they simply beat the Browns. The Browns didn't play all that well. Brandon Whedon, I'm really sorry for Browns fans. I I really am. I'm really sure that they wish they had Hoyer still in there, and um, that's gotta suck. That's really got to suck watching that. Uh, another Chris Winky type where they come in really late. They come in late out of college and they suck. And what's the point? You know, don't give don't give him the quarterback of the future. Make him a backup. That's all he is. Seriously. So whatever. Packers win and they're in first place. We're happy for him. Uh, and that's who we got to take on next week. Yep, Claymaker still hurt. We're happy for him there. And I got to stop saying that. But they still have A.J. Hawk, and of course they have, you know who, Greg Jennings will play his first game against the Green Bay Packers. It is a Sunday night game, so another night game for the Vikings. We all know how those tend to go, but who knows, maybe it'll change. That would be nice. Remember back in the 90s when the Vikings used to actually win frequently in the nighttime? Remember those days? Especially Lambeau Field in 1998 when they when both teams were 4-0. and What a battle that was Monday night. First play of the game, Cunningham chucks the ball up to Randy Moss for a <laughs> sure touchdown, but unfortunately that play was called back due to like false start or something stupid like that. Can't remember exactly, maybe a hold. 
But then the next play, we did it anyway. It was hilarious. Oh, Vikings and Packers. Yep, it's Packer week, and uh, Brent Jacobson's famous cheese grater uh, picture. Vikings around the Vikings logos on the cheese grater and the grated cheese. It's the Packers logo. Gotta like that. Good times. Yep, as I mentioned, the Packers still have Aaron Rodgers, but now they also have Eddie Lacy. That's right, Eddie Lacy, who was looked down as the number one running back in the draft, but slipped all the way down to late in the second round, 29th pick in the second round, making him about the 50, 60th pick in the draft or so, 61st pick in the draft. Um, it just shows the value of running backs in the draft, and viewed by GMs in the league nowadays, because it's become such a pass-first league. A guy like Eddie Lacy to slip his stars he has, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, he's not Adrian Peterson. He's not Arian Foster. He's not, you know, he's not even necessarily a Frank Gore or anything yet, but he's kind of headed to the Frank Gore range. And Green Bay's got a legit starting running back right now. Number 27, Eddie Lacy, is changing things a little bit in Green Bay as uh Aaron Rodgers isn't necessarily attempting 45, 50 passes every game now. He's attempting more like the mid to upper 30s. 36 passes, to be exact, in Aaron Rodgers at this point. And, of course, the Packers were ahead of Cleveland. So, of course, you're going to give the ball to Eddie Lacy more in that situation. He had 22 rushes, 82 yards, and a touchdown. Only a 13-yard for a long. Um, Reggie Bush only had, like, a 7-yard long as well yesterday or yesterday, Sunday, excuse me, it feels like Monday, doesn't it? Man, weird. It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday the 22nd. Huh, yeah. But it's because it was a Monday night game for the Vikes, that's why I'm here on a Tuesday. But, um, yeah, a lot of running backs had some short short yardage type of weeks <laughs> throughout this division. It's, it was definitely that case. Uh, every team in the division has a legit running back. That's kind of interesting, you know? And you think about that, this is the, probably the first time in a long time you could say that. Minnesota has Adrian Peterson, duh. By uh, Bears have Matt Forte, yep. Detroit finally has a decent running back in Reggie Bush because yeah, Barry Sanders has been gone since '99 ish. So yeah, it's been a while. It's just been a little while. And now the Green Bay Packers have Eddie Lacy, nice draft pick. And when I saw the Packers take him, I was like, oh shoot, uh oh. We'll see where this we'll see where this heads. <laughs> this could get interesting. Not necessarily. Um, Again, yeah, not necessarily like a game-breaking Adrian Peterson type, but, well, this is 2013 and not 1992, so the running game is not quite as valuable, not quite as paramount as it was 20 or uh, even 10 years ago in the Marshall Falk era. Oh, I miss you, Marshall. I miss you so much. Uh, Eddie Lacy, though, really, really good pick for the Green Bay Packers. Can kind of give Aaron Rodgers a little bit of a break and stretch the field one way or another. For the two, good pick by Green Bay makes them more deadly. Um, do I see them as a Super Bowl team? Absolutely not. I think the uh, there's quite if there's like at least three other teams in the NFC that I think are more likely to get there: San Francisco, Seattle, and New Orleans being those three. <laughs> yes, they're certainly not the Giants, but yeah, who, who knows? Maybe we started their miracle run again. We shall see. We shall see. Um. Yeah, I don't think the Vikings win the game. It's just like, yeah, right. Um, yeah, Jerry Michael Finley will probably not be available with that next situation, but you never know. 
Yeah, they still have Jordy Nelson. Oh, goody. Uh, James Jones is hurt as well. Green Bay, yeah. I mean, it's going to... Yeah, they have injuries all over the place. Like I mentioned, Claymaker earlier. The injuries are all over the place for Green Bay. It's not going to be necessarily the easiest game for the Packers, but the odds of the Vikings with the way things are headed, regardless if you think the Vikings have quit on their coach or not, they've quit on somebody. Have they quit on themselves? Have they quit on the season itself? Have they quit on the assistant coaches, or excuse me, the coordinators one way or the other? Have they quit on any of them? Yeah, Randall Cobb is also hurt. Yep, that was the other one. I was like, well, I'm forgetting somebody here. What the heck? Randall Cobb didn't even play in the game. Um, yeah, and he's uh, out for at least six weeks with a knee injury. So that's another reason where a guy like Eddie Lacy comes in extremely valuable right now for Aaron Rodgers and co. Because, okay, well, I mean, you don't have as much to throw the ball to. You have Jordy Nelson, and, well, yeah, it gets interesting after that. No Randall Cobb, no Jeremiah Finley. Um, they do have a guy who's been emerging of late, and I just... Uh, it's, it's Jared Boykin who's emerged a bit. He's just getting started really quite fast. He had a strong game, though, yesterday. Yes, he did. Um, he's a guy, to, he's a guy to, to watch, I suppose. He was an undrafted player out of Tennessee. Excuse me, Virginia Tech. Born in Tennessee, but yes. Virginia Tech. Strong game against Cleveland. 103 yards. Yes, it's Cleveland, but, well, somebody's got to catch the ball, right? Looks good so far for Mr. Jarrett Boykin. We shall see. This is his second year in the league, as mentioned before. Jordy Nelson, Jarrett Boykin, and that's about it. <laughs> Eddie Lacy, right? Eddie Lacy, Eddie Lacy. Yeah, and yeah, they still have James Starks, too. So, Green Bay, very balanced. I do believe they defeat the Vikings. The Vikings are not playing well at all. Uh, what score are we going at? Uh, Green Bay isn't exactly lighting people up this year, are they? Um, it's like sort of, but not really. You know, they they had like 22 points against Detroit, who doesn't have that great of an offense. They did get 30 against Cincinnati in a very entertaining game. That's actually their season high. Uh, excuse me, Cleveland was a season high. I'm looking at it. You know, when you think about it, I guess we got to go with a similar score to the Cleveland game because Minnesota is a lot like what Cleveland is right now. Uh, we have a quarterback who I think he'll be better than he was against New York. Green Bay's defense is not that good. And he's got to be better than he was against New York. you got to think he'll be a little more in sync. Maybe he'll have calmed down a bit. He seemed awfully hyper yesterday. A um, little more touch on the ball. I mean, yeah, he, he's got more touch than he threw yesterday. That was just weird. I mean, Josh Human doesn't always throw on the ball that crazy. So, I But I do think it's going to be a similar score, like 31-13. Unfortunately... It's, yeah, I mean, Green, Green Bay is that much better than what the Vikings are right now. I mean, if the Giants can beat us 23-7, to I gotta think Green Bay can beat us 31-13. to And I'm gonna go with, uh, well, I'll make it 31-17. to I don't know where I'm coming up with that many points. I have no idea, other than Josh Freeman will be more in sync. 31-17, to because I'm not gonna go with the exact same score. That's kinda weird. Uh, two touchdowns and a field goal for Minnesota, but Green Bay will be too much and duh. No duh, right? Even with their limited receiver situation. If they can score that many in Cleveland, you know they can do that against Minnesota. Uh, Chris Cook is just terrible. Josh Robinson stinks. Um, and of course, Harrison Smith is out 
I believe for the year at this point with that turf toe injury. It, it kind of kept changing. It was, oh, it's eight weeks. It's it's the rest of the year. It's this. It's that. Just just tell us what it is, okay? That'd be very much appreciated. And uh, I believe right now they've moved it to the rest of the year. Either way, he's on IR, and uh, he's certainly not playing in this game. Good luck to you. Uh, Mr. L. Raymond is not that good. He's just not. I've never really been a big fan of Mr. L. Raymond. Just does nothing for me. You know, honest to God. Like, who who the heck is Mr. L. Raymond, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and we got uh, Sandejo. Aren't you excited on that one? And, um, yeah, Sandejo. Jamarcus Sanford and Sandejo. Mm-mm-mm. It never ends, does it? Where is Harrison Smith? Like poor guy. Yeah, I mean, boy, I'm I'm already I already miss him. It's a huge, huge drag for the Minnesota Vikings. He is definitely on the IR, and that's not a good sign for the Vikings. Of course, turf toe. The you know just hearing that word, it's just like, well, that's it. Um, yeah. He, he still is uh, on the eight weeks, yes. It keep, I swear, I saw another report saying, oh, they put him on like IR for the rest of the year, but it is still an eight-week deal with him. We'll see. So cross your fingers. It probably won't matter at that point in terms of the Minnesota Vikings being, yeah, they're not going to be a factor in making any playoff run or anything, any type of playoff uh, Play, uh, playoff appearance run, we'll call it. Not, yeah, I didn't think they're going to win any postseason games or anything. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that just kind of is what it is. Whatever, right? That, that, that that's kind of where it is right now with the Vikings in general. It's just a big fat whatever. The good players are hurt. They're either hurt or playing really poorly. And other than that, there's a bunch of bad players out there, and the coaches are getting out schemed every single freaking week. The quarterback situation is weird beyond belief. Rick Spielman is... He, he, he's a hit-and-miss general manager, isn't he? He either makes a really good pick or a really bad one. And and that's getting kind of frustrating. So, it's just going to be an ongoing frustration, I think, for us right now. Of course, Leslie Frazier is going to be on the coaching staff. Got to make that... Got to make this really quick, too, is... Leslie Frazier is going to be the coach the rest of the year, I believe, because who are you going to put in on the interim basis? And this will go with probably some of the fan interaction here in a minute, too. But just got to say that. Yeah, I mean, Leslie Frazier is going to be the coach the remainder of the year because there is no interim to put in there. What's the point? Um, You just let him go at the end of the year. Just let him go at the end of the year. This team's not going to make the playoffs anyway. It's just one of those things. Hopefully we can get the blue-chip quarterback. Enough of that. Let's get to the fan interaction. The first voice you're going to hear is Malcolm McSween, and I'll tell you how you can call. Uh, It is certainly, all you have to do is call 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling into the Purple Mafia show. And there you go. Uh, Also, those of you that are maybe out of the country that are like, man, I really wish I could call in. I really wish I could call in. We'll just add TSS on Skype. TSS on Skype. It's the same phone line as 209-736-7877. It's just the. It's just that it's. That's how you reach it via Skype immediately without having to use a cell phone or or whatever. TSS. That's it. Same thing. Call and comment, shout out, whatever it is. Rock and roll. Heck, a lot of people have Skype on their phones. Yeah, just add TSS. Not complicated, is it? <laughs> 
It's just not. <gasps> All right, so let's take a break, and Malcolm McSween will have the floor. Malcolm, thank you so much for that call. Really, really good stuff. Uh, yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff to say, or maybe not good in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, in terms of, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is, you know, good takes, obviously, but obviously not good news per se, you know, like not, not good news for Minnesota Viking fans, no. Um, and yeah, the bounce of the ball, it's just like been like that kind of all year for the Vikings. It hasn't bounced well at all. Cheryl's fumbling, it's just like, you gotta be kidding me, that's like, it's just one of those deals, the, the stars are not aligned for the Vikings in any way, shape, or form this year, yeah, Freeman was a mess, there's no doubt about that, so, that's for sure, that was one of the themes of the whole game yesterday, for Viking fans, yeah, we'll see what happens, we shall indefinitely see what happens uh, long term with, obviously, 
Well, short-term with Freeman and long-term with quarterback DeJure, or hopefully it's somebody better than DeJure, quarterback supreme, I hope. Premium quarterback. Remember a term I used to use about a year or two ago, and and before that, I would just hope the Vikings don't get a blue-chip bust, because there have been blue-chip busts. Uh, one of the injuries that I'm not sure if I mentioned uh, earlier, Sam Bradford, ACL out for the year with the St. Louis Rams. There, there's an example of a blue chip bust. Really, he's like a Christian Ponder at the price of seventy million bucks. Basically, Sam Bradford is not that good at all, and he was the number one overall pick. Andrew Luck, number one overall pick, prick, not a prick at all. Andrew Luck is awesome, um, awesome, awesome quarterback. In fact, he's probably the next best quarterback in the league. And I don't think too many people would disagree with that statement. The loss of Reggie Wayne, that's got to really suck because, my goodness, look who the Indianapolis Colts have beaten this year. They've beaten San Francisco, (laughs) they've beaten Seattle, and they've beaten Denver. I mean, does it get any better than that? If they were a college team, they'd be ranked number one overall because look who they beat. And then Reggie Wayne's out with ACL. It's like, well, that really sucks. That's great. Wow, that really sucks, doesn't it? Um, definitely feel for them there. Had had them going to the AFC title game against Denver uh, at the beginning of the season, if you want to listen back to season preview or those of you who have not listened to that. Um, thank you so much for what you had to say, though, Malcolm, saying you'll enjoy the show. and No problem, you know, when you said uh, it's a little long or whatever. No, 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 no problem. I mean, a lot of people... May, a lot of people call in for a while. Uh, some people some people just bring up too many topics. That was kind of like a perfect call, really, where it's just a couple. It's not like 19 topics, because I can't get to like 19 topics. I can't. You know, I mean, look at all these posts I got to get to on Facebook. I'm not going to get to every single one, but I'm going to try to get to a decent number. I don't like to leave people out because I just don't feel right about it, per se. I mean, I really, really appreciate you guys commenting on this show and calling in. You know, it's just, I mean, Malcolm, just just, just love you, you know. I, I really appreciate that you call in and post on the page. So, uh, speaking of a, a, one of the greats, Brent Jacobson. Oh, yeah, this picture right here, this image right here on the Facebook page, in honor of Packer Week next week, like I mentioned, the cheese grater with the, uh, the uh, Viking logo and the Packer logo on the great head cheese, the cheese that's already been grated from that cheese grater is a part of the Purple Mafia Hall of Fame. Purple Mafia lore, because it brought a ton of new, uh, a ton of new likes to the Purple Mafia page, because people were sharing it like crazy last year, when the Vikings were going into that Viking Packer week last season. It was just unbelievable. And it kept going after the win. I mean, the the likes were just flying in. And it, it was incredible. Unfortunately, it didn't increase the numbers of the show very much. It, it, maybe for like one week or something. It's kind of weird. I, I, I don't know. It just shows how bandwagon the fan base truly is of the Minnesota Vikings. And like I said, the numbers are not they're as low as they've really ever been. I don't think it's because I'm terrible. I think it's because the team is, is hurting us. But maybe I am terrible. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, this this picture right here is a part is is going to the Purple Mafia Hall of Fame, if and when there is one. Got to save it for all time. And thank you, Brent. Never get rid of that picture. Post it as much as you want, especially during Packer Week. That'll be a nice tradition from now on, I think. And yeah, having Brent post it deserves uh, some credit right there. It should be Brent posting it. Yeah. So thanks for that. 
Brent was asking about, the, hey, the Rams are looking for a quarterback and maybe in the market to trade for one. How about we offer them Christian Ponder for a fifth, sixth, fifth or sixth round pick? I wonder if we could get that. Um, hard to say, really. I got to think, of, yeah, I mean, you might have to put in the seventh there. And I, I'd be open to the idea. I mean, what's the point of keeping a guy that clearly... <laughs> Okay, you want to say, okay, he, he could be a nice backup in this league. If Christian Ponder wants to be here, uh, I'm missing something. The guy looks like he's got an attitude every single freaking time they show him on the camera. He always looks pissed off. I mean, you watch it, he really looks, like, pissed off. Alex Smith looked kind of bummed out when uh, on the San Francisco 49ers sideline, and, 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 and that was in the Super Bowl. you got to think. Uh, you got to think that was just eating at him, that he couldn't be a quarterback in the Super Bowl. I mean, that is such an honor of all time. If you're a football player, if you're a quarterback and that ever picks up a ball as a kid, just, wow, you're in the Super Bowl. You're a quarterback in the Super Bowl, starting quarterback. So to have that stripped away has got to suck. Um, whereas Christian Ponder, yeah, he's just all... He, he looks like he might be a, uh, a malcontent, even though he seems like a nice guy. You could tell every time they show him, he just looks pissed. So, yeah, um... Trading him, I think, should be an option. Yes, if you can get anything for him. Malcolm was thinking uh, that, that uh, my boy CP84 <laughs> is going to have a good game. Um, yeah, it's like I wish, but it's just one of those one of those type of games where really nobody had a good game, and that's why you didn't hear the Fran Tarkenton or uh, <laughs> the Fran Tarkenton Award or the Tavares Jackson Memorial. In fact, you know what? You know who I'm going to give the Tavares Jackson Memorial to for this game? I'm going to give it to Rick Spielman because <laughs> I really am. Because it just seems like there's no backup plan for anything with, with him right now. It's way too hit and miss with him. So officially for this week, I'm giving it to Rick Spielman. I mean, it's like Josh Freeman is kind of rushed in there because there's no other plan. There's no other plan. So you throw a guy in there who's not ready and was wild and awful. <laughs> the wild, the bad, and the ugly. If that's not the perfect title for this show, I don't know what is. Though I know everybody's got their own ideas. Continue, Joey. Please continue, because there's all oh, so much to get to. I really like when Mark posts this stuff. It's very cool. Mark Carlson, of course, out of Iowa. A Purple Mafia Hall of Famer. Yes, he's got the first ever Gold Star of the Year for 2012. That He was the first ever winner of it. Um, there'll be one for 2013. We'll get to that when the time comes. Long, long way to go. Uh, he says, I am ready for the game. Yep, that was when he had that. He had a Vikings uh, glass bowl and popcorn and a jersey around a Northeast bottle. <laughs> he got it like that. He's talking about how uh, Mark Carlson continued. was talking about Rhodes. Had just gotten beat. Burn covering the streaking giant in the end zone. Yep. Uh, but no, luckily the guy didn't catch the ball. Uh, Rhodes, Rhodes looked good at times and did not look good at times. Brent Jacobson is asking if the Cheryl's fumble was a ground-caused fumble. He's asking if he might be biased. It looked like that. It's possible. Hard to say, but possible. Man, I mean, I wish I could have. I wish I could have the replay right now, but I couldn't find it. And I, I, trust me, I did look. I did look. I mean, I had. I checked during the break and such, but could not find it. Very frustrating. Those of you out there might be like, yeah, it's right here, but, oh, well, well, you know, it's one of those things. The Vikings, uh, Brent Jacobson saying that they released a cornerback and signed Sean Prater. 
Yep, sorry it's not Chris Cook or Josh Robinson, but instead it was Jacob Lacey. Yeah, Josh Josh Robinson is so terrible, I wouldn't mind seeing that happen. Um, but now for kind of the feature presentation comments-wise, well, there's some other random stuff, and I was talking about... Uh, Ah, oh, man, I wanted to get this poster. Good, yeah, Carl O'Neill. Yep, got to gotta check this one real quick, really quick. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a new uh, he's a new poster, Carl O'Neill. So he- hello to him for the first time on this show, hearing hearing his name on the air for the first time. He was telling me way back at the beginning here uh, of last week's show. He was saying, "Just listen to your podcast, of course, one fifty episode 150, he said, please get facts straight. It was not a flag or for face mask, but for blow to the head of the quarterback and no matter what, Cam Newton ran for a touchdown on that play, then please look at Vikings.com. They had informed the fans that Desmond Bishop had torn an ACL. And yeah, at the time when I was recording, it's just I was, ugh, I'm really sorry about that one. That was a really embarrassing mistake by myself and I do apologize for that, Carl, and everybody listening when I was saying how... So I kind of left it open when uh, Desmond Bishop... Desmond Bishop was still hurt and unsure what it was at the time. I really do apologize for that. That's an embarrassing mistake. And, um, yeah, it's one of those things, though. Show hosts do that at times. They do. They miss stuff, and I'm not the first to do it. As for the face mask blow to the head thing... Well, the face mask was grabbed, yes. So that's what I saw of it at the time. It was one of those kind of situations where you're watching the game and you're seeing what you're seeing and not, maybe I somehow, some way, just got it wrong with the, way, with the way the ref interpreted it. But that's a little bit of hyper-analysis, micromanaging right there. So I'm... It's one of those. That's one of those simple things where I'm not going to really apologize for that one as much. Um, now for the post game thoughts and such. Can't get to every single little thing, but I'm going to get to what I can here for the sake of time and such. Of course, by the way, I might want to mention Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show is the page. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Uh, for Twitter, it's at Purple Mafia Show. As well for that one, like and or follow those pages would be appreciated. I'll try to get to some of the Twitter. It seemed like a lot of it though today was like a lot of conversation going on between people, and you know how your Twitter handle gets, um, you know, people don't take it out of there. So I keep getting mentioned when other people are having a conversation about something. Yeah, it's Vikings related, but um, hey, I'm, I'm not mad at I'm not mad at anybody for it. But at the same time, I'm probably not going to read like conversations on the show because it's just that's kind of that would be kind of ridiculous to the listeners I gotta think so (laughs) I don't know if I'd like it as a listener either so just thought I'd mention that same thing with the Facebook you're more than welcome to have conversations with each other in fact I encourage it it's very cool to see the Purple Mafia community interact okay Ryan Anderson saying fire the coaching staff Chris King agreeing with him saying fire them all Josh Mayer Henry Saying pathetic is all you can really say. The team just doesn't look like they even want to be there anymore. That is a really, really strong one right there by Josh Mayer Henry. That is a gold, bronze, or silver star deal right there. I, I got to think Malcolm's call-in is one of the one of the three as well. We'll continue though before I give a, a an award out. 
Um, Justin, Mayor Henry, saying sick to his stomach. I don't understand how we can be this bad. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Looking like a bridge over troubled water. Headed to Bridgewater or, oh well, let's get Menzel. Either way, I have made a motion to the courts to file a suit versus the Vikings for first-degree murder of my team spirit. Ooh, that was interesting. Todd Vandermeer saying, wow, awful, just awful. How long can the Wilfs watch this crap before something is done? There is no excuses. Pathetic and embarrassing. Matthew Kyle. So Todd's from uh, Indiana. Matthew is from... Maine. So very cool how we have fan base. We have a fan base for the Minnesota Vikings and the Purple Mafia show in other states. That is very cool. Very much appreciated. Matthew Kyle saying there isn't an adjective I know to describe that performance aside from the inept coaching staff. Freeman was a complete train wreck. That was one of the thoughts. That was one of the names I was looking for as the title of the show. I decided to go with Wild, Bad, and Ugly. You know, you know, it's like kind of fill in the blanks with those. Uh, he's saying it was a train wreck, horrible decisions, bad throws, couldn't find a single open man. We were given every opportunity to win that game or at least compete, hoping for some huge changes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Josh, Mayor Henry again saying they need to start getting rid of that coaching staff. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Just need Jacksonville and Tampa to win a game because we want that number one pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Hansen saying Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to bleep with. Hmm. All right, then. Chris Tucker. Yes. All right. Got to like hearing from Chris Tucker always out of Vancouver. He's saying Vancouver, Canada, that is. Uh British Columbia, excuse me, says, man, was hoping we didn't have to use our first on a quarterback because we have so many massive holes. But you have to get a single color in here, a signal color in here. This is unwatchable. Yeah, that's very true about the, so many holes. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, it's like, but, I mean, Ponder was just weak anyway, so I guess it's better to get a legitimate blue-chip quarterback if Spielman gets it right. And I'll say this real quick before I continue. If Spielman fails to draft the right quarterback this time around, he's done. Rick Spielman's done. This is his last chance to draft a quarterback, in my humble opinion, if I'm the owner of the Vikings. He's canned if we get another failure. Could you imagine four more years of this BS? Oh, my God, guys. Yeah. I think you could, couldn't you? But I think we could... Uh, imagine that not happening, too. All right, Justin Mayor Henry, again saying at this point, if we don't have a killer draft pick <laughs> out of this season, it would be a tragedy. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I really do. You'd like to bury Musgrave. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, and Matthew Kyle saying how Ziggy is sticking with the coaching regime. Nice. It's one of those things, though. It's like, it's not because I want Frazier and all them to stay. It's just that, what's the point? You know, I mean, what do you, you know, you, are you going to make Russ Musgrave the head coach? Are you going to make Alan Williams the head coach? Are you going to make Singletary the head coach? Mike Prefer? Hell no. Um, so it's just one of those things. You know, Frazier, I'd rather have Frazier than any of those horse bleep assistants. So that's about it. I mean, you're not I mean, bringing in a Bill Cower or a Gruden. You're probably, well, they wouldn't come at this stage anyway. Um, starting out a new season, yes. So, that's the way to look at it. It's like you just ride it out, guys. Hold your breath, ride it out, and then watch Frazier go, 
when the season's over, because that's exactly what's going to happen, in my humble opinion. Farzine Vasugian, who I thought was going to call into the show, and if I missed it somehow, I extremely apologize. Uh, I don't think I got a call-in from him, but we'll see. If I did, I'm going to have to use it on the next show, and that's kind of embarrassing, but I don't see anything. So, where are you, Farzine? Where are you? He does the Chief Zone, by the way, on thesportstuff.com, and it is awesome, and boy, are his Chiefs good. He says, not even Tebow would throw that many in incompletions. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was pretty, pretty ugly, yes. That's the ugly part, you know, in the title of the show, yes. Or wild, excuse me, wild and ugly, yeah. Joe Jagnich saying, the offensive line is not blocking anybody hard to blame the quarterback or running backs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So it's kind of a little bit of conversation starts to pick up there a little bit between him and Justin. Um, Dave Hickey saying, Gruden for coach, maybe even Billick, how can you stick a quarterback out there that doesn't know the offense? I can't believe I'm saying this, but Ponder should have been playing. Oh, Dave, why do you have to say that? <laughs> I was going to give you like a silver star or something, but now you had to say that. Ah, Josh Freeman was terrible. Miss several open receivers, whether you know the offense or not, if a guy is open and you throw it five yards over their heads. Yeah, that's pretty, that's bad to see. That's bad. I see why Tampa cut him loose. Yeah, it was bad, wasn't it? It was pretty ugly. Gonna keep digging and looking here. Mm-mm-mm. Dave Higgy saying it's a major possibility we get the second pick in the draft. But, um, hmm. He said the sky is falling. Does it sound like I'm rambling? Yeah. Yes, I'm so frustrated. Cook is a flat joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he is terrible. If you want a touchdown, throw it his way. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love what he had to say there. Uh, Rash Thomas and Cheryl's, all that good stuff. Dropping a pick six. Oh, stupid coaching. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's endless. It's basically everything except the receivers, and even they're not that good, are they, uh, Dave? Mm-mm. Susan. Susan Fulkerson saying, if any team needs a quarterback, it's the Vikes. Yep, need a franchise quarterback, it's the Vikes. That's for damn sure. Josh, Josh Mayer Henry was talking about how, yeah, it's been decades since we had a quarterback. In fact, Tarkington. Yeah, that's about it. And he's about right. Uh, franchise quarterback. One that was, you know, for longer than a year. Favre was a franchise quarterback at age 40 for one year. So it's just one of those things. This is a really good statement right here by Mark Carlson. He says, it's incredible. Our defense must be dead last in the league. Who cares about the quarterback anymore? Rhodes and Cook, they can't play on the same level as their opponents. And I will comment on the quarterback situation. It stinks. Uh, huh. <laughs> oh, man. that That is... Uh, we'll give Mark a silver star for that one. Yes. Uh, Mark's going to get the gold star this week. That was a gold star. Uh, that was a gold star. It, it just was, you know. It just was. <laughs> Malcolm's for sure getting at least the silver star. Yes, it's it's like between Malcolm and Mark for the silver star and gold star. It's kind of like a back and forth. So I'm kind of going crazy right here. Ugh, oh, I'm going nuts. I'll officially give it to Mark, though, because that was pretty cool how he said that right there. Yeah, those guys are just terrible. 
Oh, man. There's a lot of fire Frasers here. Lots of fire this, fire this guy, fire that guy. Farzine continuing saying, we're we're undefeated ever since we released Matthew Brennan Castle. <laughs> Maybe you guys should try that. Woo, Farzine, you son of a gun. No, that's true, though. Very true. Oh, Malcolm's saying this, though. This this is like, this is probably why he didn't get the gold star, because he had to say this. Ugh. He said, my my dad apologized to me today for influencing me to becoming a Vikings fan. Seriously. He was like, yep. He oh, you had to say that, Malcolm. You had to say that. It, it, you, you cost yourself a gold star there. Look at you. Roger Simonson saying, you cannot blame the O-line. So a little different, differing opinion from some people. When you you cannot blame the O line when you have a quarterback that cannot throw completions, the defense can send everyone in, and even Peterson does not have a snowball chance in hell. The Vikings head coach and the quarterback that can make completions to free up running backs. The Vikings need a coach and quarterback that can make the completions. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry about that, Roger. Um, that's a good that's a good point. Um, yeah, I do not like the offensive line. It's kind of like the whole thing, though, here. You know, and it, that kind of does sum up the whole situation with the Vikings. It's like, you can't blame, you can't, I mean, it's like you can say you can't blame this guy or that guy, yet at the same time, you can blame all of them, because they're all killing each other. It's a, it's like a combination. Everything's killing each other. The O-line's killing the quarterback, the quarterback's killing the O-line, the quarterback's killing the running back. Um, the running back's good, kind of, but... The O-line's hurting him. A quarterback so bad that, that Adrian can't do this or that. It's just an endless, endless situation right there. Uh, Brent Jacobson saying, U-G-L-Y, we ain't got no alibi. Thanks for waiting three, wasting three hours of my life. Ooh, Brent. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. That was a very tough game to swallow. Kristen... Brown saying, LOL, how many times can I like your UGLI comment, go pack, go. Gold star! No, absolutely no gold star for that. (laughs) Go pack, go, huh? Look at you. So we'll give the silver star to Malcolm. Great call for that great call. It really was. And Dave Hickey, no? Yeah. Yeah. Dave Dave Hickey will get a bronze star. Lots Lots to say and lots of good stuff to say right there. Man, I'm going crazy. Uh, we'll have Matthew Kyle, too. He's going to tie for the Silver Star. That was really good, what he said as well in his statement. Matthew Kyle will tie with Mark for the, or Malcolm for the Silver Star. I'm going crazy. Okay, I'm just giving out too many awards, aren't I? <laughs> I'm too nice. I'm just too nice. We'll see if there's a little bit going on on Twitter. Very, very briefly, at Purple Mafia Show, please click like on that. Um, it looks like it's mostly just a combination between Viking Larry and Dave Martin. It starts off with Dave Martin a bit. He was saying, why did I, yeah, sit up till 5 a.m. for this? And we have the Packers next, <laughs> next. Season's over. 1-15 in 15 is now possible. Oh, my God. Ooh, boy, Dave. Yep. I, yep. I don't blame you for that. Man, I'm, I don't blame you for, for your frustration there. Sam Gupta. Sam Gupta saying he just listened to the latest show. This was like earlier in the week, of course. Uh, Loved my comment at 58 minutes. What the hell happened to these teams? Sad but true. Yep, thank you for that, Sam. I'm glad you liked the show. Um, Unfortunately, uh, bad news, of course. Dave Martin continuing saying, I feel 
the need to vent. Four quarterbacks in seven games is bad, but I'm happy to give Freeman time. But the season is worse than 2011. And it is, uh, yeah, I think it is worse than 2011. I mean, that was a terrible team, but this is just weird. Uh, Dave, continue, one final comment here before it turns into a conversation. Um, was saying, if we end up with the first pick, do you trust Spielman to use it wisely? Hope the Wills do the right thing and find a real general manager first. Ooh. Ooh, Dave, yeah? That's the thing. Uh, it's like, Spielman is hit and miss. He's hit and miss, Dave. Um, he missed with Ponder. He hit with Harrison Smith. He's, he's, he's hit with certain guys. He hit with Percy Harvin and Adrian Peterson, though. Was it really fully him with those? Maybe. Uh, maybe yes and no. It's kind of like a back-and-forth type of deal. Um, I thought he hit with Khalil, but Khalil's kind of hot and cold. And, and it's also an easy pick to pick third overall, fourth overall, for picking Matt Khalil. That's one of those no-brainers. It's just kind of like it doesn't really take a genius to do that. Josh Robinson was a terrible bleeping pick. Fourth or third over third round pick. Josh Robinson, garbage man. The Harrison pick. Harrison Smith pick. Good. Floyd and Rhodes are question marks. Floyd looks like he's got potential in this league. Rhodes, <laughs> he he might be. A, he just might be a bust. He just he's he's starting to head to that. He's starting to head to that possible bust category at this point. Cordero Patterson's extremely talented, though some people believe he doesn't have the he's not the brightest bulb in the drawer. Not sure where to go with that. I think he's really talented and should be on the field more than he is. Uh, the coaching staff treated, and this is something I'm going to close the show with right here. For those of you out there that are like, well, Cordero Patterson isn't playing for a reason, and this is like people in the in the media that are kind of like smarter than everybody else. Because they're on regular radio, so they're just smarter than everybody in every every fan in the world, and that's why I don't treat you guys that way. Because you know, being smarter than me, acting like you're smarter than everybody else, actually makes me makes you look more stupid than 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 ever, in my opinion. Uh, okay, now to get to the point for crying out loud, right? Yes, Mister Wright with the Vikings. Uh huh. That guy. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's right, anyway, was treated the same way by the Vikings last year. In fact, he was inactive almost the first half of the season. Oh, now he's starting to get targeted and starting to get the ball thrown him. Like, not not right now, but I mean, like, like last year. And he was a huge factor in the Vikings' improvement during last year, especially because Percy was out. So there you go. Um, they're not always right. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> no pun intended there, but... <laughs> excuse me, yeah, they're not always right. That's funny. How that turned out, but um, case in point, they're not always correct. They're not. I think Cordell Patterson getting more targets will make him a better player in this league. Yesterday he was targeted three times. A lot of those were like badly overthrown. One of them was like about nine feet over Patterson's head. It was like, why even bother? I mean, you know, why even bother? No one's going to catch that. Manute Bull isn't going to catch it. Shaq's not going to catch it. Uh, I won't even go there. Superman might catch it. That's about it. You have to be flying to catch that ball. That uh, on at least one of those. They were really pretty, pretty wild. So a lot of the targets and catches do not indicate necessarily that how awful the receivers were. It was much more that the quarterback's accuracy was poop. With that said, we will conclude the show. Uh, this has been a very 
exhausting show to do. And it's just one of those things. And I treat my shows as if they're live. And I try to do that at all times. Because really, the final goal of radio is to be on live radio. So I gotta do it as if it's live. And I, I'm tired, guys. I'm, I'm exhausted from my work schedule. Um, the team style of play has been just so bad. It's frustrating and it's kind of sad to talk about. And I keep repeating the same stuff every week. How horrible this guy is and how horrible that guy is. And I'm sure it's tiring to listen to, but it's tiring to say as well. So it's just, I'm just letting you know, I really hope that this show did sound well and it wasn't kind of like a weird, goofy thing. I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm exhausted, guys, right now. And I, I'm going to do, I'm going to keep doing the show because I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm dedicated. And guys out there that have listened to this show and post in that Facebook page, you have no idea how much it means to me and why I continue to do the show. I mean, you're the reason I continue to, to do the show. You are. Um, there have been times where it's just like, man, <laughs> it's like, geez, I should just, I should just stop for a while, but I can't. No, I, I, I want, I, I don't want to just walk away from you and, and, and let you down. I want to keep doing the show. So I really appreciate those of you that do enjoy it and, have been there for me, and it, it does mean a lot. So thank you so much, Malcolm, Mark, Brent, Sebastian, so many others, so many others. Um, the Mayor Henrys, yep, yep, they've been kind of new the past few weeks. Matthew Kyle's been new the past, like, few weeks as well. Just guys like that, new, the old, the new, love, love all of you, really. So just want to mention that you're the reason why I do this show. And there is no doubt about that. And those of you uh, that have disappeared, doggone it, you better come back. Please come back. <laughs> 209-736-7877 is the number. And don't forget, those of you that are out of the country, TSS. Look up TSS on the Skype account. I don't know why. I haven't been saying that the last four or five freaking years. That would have been smart, wouldn't it? <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah. It would have been, wouldn't it? Um, thank you always, Dylan Richardson, for having Purple Mafia on the website of thesportstuff.com. Oh, so appreciated. Those of you out there that do listen, that do love the show, and that are that have some friends that may like sports, may like football, do tell them about Purple Mafia, Tim Rolls' Explosion, and or Brave the Wild. would be appreciated so freaking much. And finally, if you can and if you haven't yet, uh, please do give me give Purple Mafia a positive review on iTunes. If you like the show, please do that. I could really use that. Not only do the star, but actually write a review if you could as well. Like five star, four star, whatever it is. And write a review if you can as well. It doesn't have to be long if you don't feel like writing out a big, well thought out thing. Just say whatever you can. You know, it just it looks better for the show to have that on there rather than like nothing or what what whatever. Just like a couple. It's good to have the more the merrier. It really does. It looks better. So, again, and, and I apologize if, I, you know, I, I don't know if I was on my game or not. <laughs> Honestly, it's just one of those things. I just came up here and did the show tonight with minimal notes. Very minimal notes. Um, because it's just one of those kind of games where what more is there to say? Do I need to write down every single bad thing that everybody did? And I need to calculate it all together. This is how pathetic everything is. 
I've done that repeated times already this year, and it's just one of those things. If I just come on here and do it every week, I think you guys are going to tune me out, some of you, and that's not what radio is about, is to get tuned out, is it? It's to be tuned in. So, (laughs) thanks everybody for listening. Go Vikings, not go Pack. I'm sorry, I can't say go Pack. Go Vikings next week. Please beat the Packers just to just to make us feel better, or maybe don't beat the Packers and let's get that draft picked out. Gone it, because last time we won a game we didn't need to win, we missed out on RG3 and or Andrew frickin' Luck. Damn it. Let's try to... I just wish there was a Luck available right now. We could sure use that. And we could use a million other holes uh, being replaced as well. Anyhow, I'll shut up, and I'll let you guys enjoy the rest of this week. Hopefully, <laughs> there'll be more of you listening to the show this week than there have been the past few. Thanks, everybody, again.